Well, it's 2019. We're glad to be back. We've missed you guys. Today, we're going to talk about something pretty important. Hopefully, it'll help you get your new year started right. Stick with us. This is the Go for the Heart podcast. Short and practical, yet informative and fun. Everything from music and television to the arts and politics. Raw, relevant, and freshly insightful, you've come to the right place. Here's your hosts, Josh and Don. January 2019. That's even weird to say that. Yes, it is. And my daughter the other day was showing me it was 2019, military time, 8.19 p.m., and then it turned to 2020. And I said, how much weirder is it going to be when we start writing 2020 is our date next year? Yeah. At least maybe we'll be able to see more clearly in 2020. <laughs> Good. <laughs> 2020. Hope you all had a wonderful uh, Christmas season as well as a new year. Uh, you know, the new year uh, obviously is uh, signifies the beginning. It's the beginning of a new calendar year for us. But as many people begin out a new year with resolutions and goals, unfortunately, many of those have fallen to the wayside by, uh, well, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt, say February. You know, I really see this um, as a season. You know, God uh, works with seasons. Uh, and I'm not talking about summer, fall, winter, spring. God has seasons and divine timings for things. And so I think it's important that whether you're a believer or not, that, you know, anytime it's a, it's an opportunity for a new chapter, a fresh start, which no better time than the present, uh, here's a new year that you get things kicked off right. And Don, as you and I were just talking, um, you know, it seems to be a common thing today is you run into people that there's so many people today that feel like they're just stuck in the mud. You know, you, your feet's down in the quicksand, you're, you're screaming, you're clawing, you're trying to find some way to get going, but you feel like you just, maybe a better metaphor is a hamster in a wheel. You're running, you're spinning, and you're going nowhere. Yeah. So what can we say today? What can we say to those people today? I mean, I, I think we could all, to some degree, say that there's times you feel like you're just getting nowhere. You know, you take a step forward and you go two back. But... We determine our own destiny. And just to give you a quick recap on some of our episodes last year, we had kind of been leading toward this. You know, we talked about developing an attitude of gratitude in episode five. Episode six, we said release the creative in you. Use the things that God has placed in you. Um, We talked about the importance of community, you know, who your tribe is uh, and uniting. uh, All these things that, that matter, but ultimately you control your destiny. Yes, God has given you a, a path for your life. God knew you before you were ever formed as an embryo in your mother's womb, but you ultimately have the choices to make to determine the course of your life. So getting back, what can we say today to encourage people here on Go For The Heart? What can you do if you feel like you're getting stuck? Don? Well, I think first thing we need to say is you're not alone. Uh, you know, Josh, you and I had planned on talking about this you know it, the whole subject came up because I bumped on bumped into a friend on the way here at the post office and this dear she's a woman of God she's a dear lady she's in her 60s and she's in a place where she feels like her life really doesn't have a lot of purpose it's not making a lot of impact you know it just really hit me how many people I talked to recently and maybe it's it's cause it is a new year and people are much more introspective right now than they are any other time of the year. Mm-hmm. But 
people everywhere I look are dealing with the same issue. They just want to know that the life they're living is going to make a difference. I wonder if the post-holiday blues has anything to do with it. Now, that's something for me personally, just being transparent, I deal with every year is that, you know, it seems summertime. I love summertime. Yes, it gets hot around here, but it's it's just a everything's alive. You know, the kids are out of school, the music's pumping, the sun's beautiful. And, and then you move into the fall pretty rapidly, Halloween, and then Thanksgiving's here, and then Christmas, and it's just excitement, and then New Year's, and then boom. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, now, ladies, I understand that Valentine's is important. It'll be here before we know it. But... Uh, really, the first few months of the year is just drab. Yeah. Until spring comes, but then you start seeing signs of life again. Um, but I think it does affect people uh, psychologically. But you know, what what are you doing with your life? I mean, are you in the job that you feel you have a a ladder to climb? Or are you just in a job where you're making ends meet? Do you feel like you have an opportunity to promote? or to become something that you truly want to do. Uh, how about in your church? Or are you just sitting in a seat on the pew Sunday after Sunday after Sunday? Or are you up serving in some capacity? Are you helping? Are you contributing? Or are you just consuming? How about in your family life? Are you making every memory count? Or are you just letting the days mm-hmm. click by like minutes on the clock? You know, a lot of people, they look beyond this life and they say, what kind of legacy will I leave? Oh, man, that's a whole other thing there. But, you know, the life you're living today will determine the legacy you leave tomorrow. Yes. So what's some practical things we could encourage people with today? If you are relating to what we're saying and you're just struggling to understand your purpose, you, you feel stuck. You feel like you just, you've hit a plateau. What can we give you practically today to help you to start getting out of that rut and get going? Well, I think um, a key thing is, Josh, that do something. <laughs> um, do something. You know, I'm a little older than you are. I uh, will be turning 54 this year. And as a believer, as a follower of Christ, I can tell you that there's a saying Christians like to throw around. And the saying is this, if it's God's will, it'll happen. Mm. And uh, there's about enough truth in that to kill you. I read through the Bible time after time after time where God's will was not done. Mm-hmm. And that given this free choice that we have, we do have the opportunity to not follow God's will. And so many of us, we think that thought and we kind of sit around waiting because we think to ourselves, well, if it's God's will, it'll happen. Mm. If I'm supposed to have that career um, in the medical field, it'll happen. If I'm supposed to have that band that tours the country it'll happen if i'm supposed to have that big movie in hollywood it'll happen and we sit around and then one day you look and you say gee i'm almost 54 years old and nothing has happened yet and maybe i should do something Mm. to move toward that thing that's in your heart that you feel like i mean we believe crazy things as christians you know the bible says that we're god's masterpiece we're a work of art and it says not only that but that he created us to do specific good things that he decided long ago we should do that's right so really even before he created us he created a plan for good things for us to do 
And when we find those things and when we walk in those things, it is a liberating experience. That's true. And, you know, going back to what you said about God's will being fulfilled, you know, if it, I'll, get, I'll get a little religious with you for a second. And, and let me be clear. I can't stand religion. I, I, I'm, I'm all about relationship, though. And that'll be, again, something we'll talk about at another time. But uh, really, we're not religious at all. We're all about Jesus. But anyway, going all the way back to the Garden of Eden, in the Bible, back early Genesis, you see one of the greatest examples of something that happened that was not God's will. Now, God knew it was going to happen, but he didn't will it. He allowed it because of man's choices. And that was simply the introduction of sin into this earth. Adam, and I do say Adam first because he's the man. He is God's head uh, over Eve. Um, they ate the forbidden fruit. They rebelled, disobeyed God, and ate the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so therefore, sin was released into the world. Adam took the authority that God had given him over the earth and all the creatures in it and essentially handed it over to Satan. Now that wasn't God's will. Again, God knew it was going to happen because he is, here's one of those big fancy words, omniscient. He's all-knowing. He knew it was going to happen and he's already accounted for. His plan was already set in motion and his plan was always Jesus. But because of man's choices, something bad happened mm -hmm. and it's no different today you know just like you said don we have been given free will and that's one of the greatest most powerful things we have as human beings and god himself gave it to us to make choices and to seek god's will to learn and to understand what god's will is you know i like to use the example of your family you know whether you're married uh, you know what your husband's will is, or, or you know what your wife's will is, you know what your parents' will is if you're younger. You know that the will of your family members is to love you, to care for you, to provide for you. It's the same with Father. Yes. It's the same with Father God. He wants to love us, care for us, provide for us. So we should know what his will is. It's just staying in tune. It's keeping our minds renewed. And that, that's a big, big thing from the book of Romans, being renewed and transformed daily. Yes. Because the world, man, if the more media we consume, the more <laughs> fake news, the more hatred. But nowadays you have people hating you because of your political choices as well. And it just goes on and on and on. You know, we have to love one another. We need to first and foremost love God and then love ourselves. You know, and that's a big thing. I, I think we throw it out. I throw it out all kind of things we could talk about in future episodes. But learning to love yourself, not in a weird way, um, but to love who you are and who God made you to be, and you know, to learn what your strengths are and to use them, and to learn what your weaknesses are and to work to improve those. Some practical advice, because again, we always want to go for your heart, give you something real, and not just throw a bunch of stuff at you that overloads your brain. Uh, do something. Get up off the couch. Um, and do something, whether it's go out and build a, a birdhouse or go paint something on a blank canvas or get up and fix that leaky faucet. Do something to get yourself moving. Mm -hmm. Number two, set goals. You know, I think a lot of people wander around aimlessly today without clear-cut goals. And the truth is there's no excuse for it, right. especially in the day of technology we live in where you have task apps and reminders set yourself some goals set a time and let it remind you get this done and yes. do it yes. something else i was mentioning to you earlier mind mapping software it may sound silly but there are apps for that <laughs> there are apps where you can gather all these scattered thoughts you have just say if it's just a word or if it's a phrase and you plug it in it almost resembles like a tree almost there's different versions i'm sure out there but you you gather those things and it helps you centralize and focus in on ideas so um, and, and then, obviously, the, I can't overstate this enough. I can certainly understate it. 
is prayer. Yes. Tapping into that lifeline that we have to God himself to say, God, I need wisdom. The book of James tells us clearly, if you lack wisdom, to ask God for it, and he will freely give it to you. And he won't chastise you for asking. So if you lack wisdom today, if you lack direction, ask God, give you some clarity, point you in the direction that he wants you to go. If you're facing life-changing decisions, if you're getting ready to leave that job that you have held on to with dear life for the security of a paycheck, but you feel like God is clearly calling you to do something else, do it. If you're getting ready to make a major decision, such as purchasing or building a home or buying a new vehicle, get God's wisdom and his thoughts on these things before you put yourself in debt. Now, if you've got cash in your hand to pay for it, go for it. Be my guest. But above all things, pray, have a plan, set goals, and, you know, get up and just do something. Mm-hmm. You know, you can talk, 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 talk. Talk is cheap. Yes. How many walk the walk? <clears throat> That's what matters. Yes. Any other final thoughts, Don? Uh, the phrase that's going through my head right now, Josh, is don't live a copy and paste life. You know, we we talked about Facebook and all the changes on Facebook, and most people can relate to this, but I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, did I mention that I hate (laughs) all the pre-written comments and responses on Facebook now. You don't have to think anymore. You don't have to type out what you're thinking in your mind. They've already told you, oh, you can just think this and send this as your response. And and it's set up so that people every day, all day, are accidentally commenting on things and responding because they place the buttons in strategic places where your thumb hits it. But, you know, so many of us live life that way. We're not living it according to what's in our heart. We've copied and pasted what somebody else has done, or we've copied and pasted what somebody else has said over our lives, and we're just okay with that. And I think God's calling us to be originals, to uh, not copy something somebody else said, but to be who God has called us to be. Wow, that's that's wisdom there. You know, I think the most recent figure, um, and I am actually looking it up as we speak, but the most recent world population estimate is over 7 billion people. Wow. So that means there's 7 billion different sets of fingerprints. If that doesn't put it in perspective for you enough that we are all unique, yes. that you can't just follow in someone else's footsteps and try to, like you said, copy and paste to be them or to do it just like they did. You're unique. God created you unique. So be unique. Do things in your own way. Good stuff, man. Again, we're so glad that this is New Year. We're glad to be back in with you. Um, I know this is going just a tad over today, but I'm sure you guys don't mind since we've been gone for two weeks. Um, one quick thing I do want to add in there, and I'm sure a lot of people will be surprised when I say this, but I do want to give a quick shout out and congratulations to the Clemson Tigers uh, from here in South Carolina for their recent national championship college football win. Uh, they absolutely destroyed Alabama. I don't know that many people saw that coming, but well done. Um, Way to represent the South Carolina and the college football world. Um, Guys, as always, if you have anything you'd like to throw at us, any comments, any feedback, suggestions, you know how to find us. Hit us on that email, gfthpodcast at pm.me. Facebook, at gfthpodcast. Uh, Or you can simply comment and let us know. We'd love to hear back from you. We hope that you all have started off with a wonderful new year. Hopefully it has set the tone for you to have a wonderful year. You've got nothing but 
good things ahead for you. If you felt like 2018 was a crummy year, which a lot of people did, the good news is it can only get better. (laughs) So we love you. Thank you for listening so much. And don't forget, go for the heart.